0: the luscious slew and I listen to the comic syndicate if you love comics you'll be into wet listen to the comic syndicate if movies make you contemplate just science will accommodate twitter for communication at comic syndicate one I was drowning in a sea of podcasts and I found the one I need at long last book reviews the news and sex facts more than anyone can ask for The Comics in the podcast Ooh, The comics in the Podcast Welcome to another episode of Comic Syndicate. Check them out at the syndicate dot and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. And now, here your host, Josiah. Welcome to the Comic Syndicate episode three hundred and twelve. I'm your host, Josiah, at for the villain on Twitter at comic underscore syndicate on Instagram. What's up, guys and girls? I am up uh, a little late this week. Uh, crunch time and not having any time and just having no time at all really to to do it. But I'm back. Uh, I have a little bit to go through. It's going to be a short show, I believe, Uh, probably about 45 minutes, maybe about 35 to 40 minutes in there. I'm pretty good at uh, guesstimating how long I'm going to run for. All right, so let's hit it like we normally do, what we spoke about 100 episodes ago. Episode 212, we entitled Hashtag Crossroads. At Mem the Beaner, and at 4, the villain, play Quick Catch-Up. Adam opens up a gift. Okay, so that would make sense. We recorded this December uh, 18th, 2017. Every uh, holiday, not every holiday, uh, Valentine's Day, uh, Thanksgiving, I would give Adam gifts. No, uh, it was Christmas time, so I, I normally like giving uh, Adam uh, on-air gifts so he can open up and just get that surprise reaction. Uh, we hit what we spoke about 100 episodes ago. Keeping it real. Hashtag keeping it real. Roll Twitter poll, Twitter love shoutouts. Then talk football talk week 15, week 16 picks. Roll what the fuck news. Woman sentenced to five years in prison after framing her husband's ex-fiance. <laughs> Gotta love ex-girlfriends. Along with the NFL players' uh, Okay, along with NFL players discuss potentially testing for having CTE. Okay, Adam and I are huge football fans. Football season is going to start up uh, in a few more weeks uh, from, from today, tomorrow. I'm recording this on a Wednesday, 8:24. by the way, guys. This is my lunch break from the office. I normally take a nap because I'm normally exhausted, but you guys don't need to know anything about that. Uh, I figured the best time to record would be now. Um, anyways, yeah, we're huge uh, proponents for football players uh, and their health and the CTE thing and, and concussions, so uh, we normally used to dig uh, into those pretty, pretty much, uh, pretty hard for the most part. We also uh, hit—I'm sorry, we jump into comic talk, comic news, Quentin Tarantino, Star Trek movie, Spider-Man Homecoming 2, animated Miles Morales Spider-Man movie, which uh, did happen. It was a great movie. We hit the Venom movie talk, Netflix The Punisher renewed for season two, DC Extended Universe movies nightwing movie disney to purchase fox deal uh, So way back even before it was a thing uh giving us back the fantastic four and the x-men which at comic con 2022 uh, we do have confirmation that they are finally going to roll out roll out a fantastic four movie no word on the x-men yet although if you guys saw ms marvel uh kamala khan in the comics is an inhuman If you guys don't know what that is, uh, the externals, the movie, uh, the externals, the Eternals, I'm sorry, Uh, in the movies, uh, those characters, that's more of their realm. Uh, Inhumans are like an off-breed, so think of Black Boat, Medusa, um, are those characters Ms. Marvel was originally written in the comics as an Inhuman, Uh, so... In the Ms. Marvel show, the last episode, uh, hopefully, this is not spoiling anything. If you guys have seen it, just in one minute, I'm gonna spoil it for you. Uh, fast forward one minute, but, um, it's, uh, they said that her DNA, um, changed. So technically, uh, Ms. Marvel is a mutant, quote unquote. So that was pretty interesting. Um, and we hit comic reviews Superman Rebirth, uh, and Batman White Knight number three. And we hit Batman number 36, which was book of the week. You guys can subscribe to the podcast in iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, Apple Podcasts. I, I don't know if I said uh, – anyways, iHeartRadio, anywhere you guys can find podcasts. If you guys ever want to go back and uh, – if I know some of these sites are sometimes limited on our catalog or my catalog or the catalog. You guys can always find the full catalog at syndicate.podbean.com. Uh, bullet points. Excuse me. I really don't have any bullet points because I really haven't had uh, time to write or type this week, which sounds weird. Uh, I mean, granted, it's barely Wednesday and I feel like I have no time already. But um, anyways, I guess the only thing is just the fourth quarter crunch and consistency, I guess, uh, would be the bullet points. So, I started thinking about this uh, probably Monday and just compiling my list already of best of the year. Uh, So that's going to be... Uh, movies, games, not really, TV shows, streaming shows, movies uh, that I've seen in theater, movies that I've caught uh, on TV, on streaming platforms, as well as uh, shows, like I did say, uh, shows that I loved this this year. Uh, I think my list is going to be completely different than everyone else's, but that, it, it, it's your own list, guys, so I'm already going to Get those together for the end of the year. And I guess that's what I mean by the fourth quarter crunch. We're going to hit September uh, next week, uh, next week week from today for the most part, Thursday. And um, yeah, it's just the fourth quarter crunch. And the consistency, I guess, what that means is the consistency of me doing the show back again on a weekly basis. I don't want to fall out of the weekly drop Uh, again. I I went uh, (laughs) – I was working so much for so fucking long, and I have a second job again, and I feel like I don't have the time. So if I have to do something like this once a week where it's like, all right, let me sacrifice (laughs) something else in my life, uh, a a lunch break to get this recorded, it's just being consistent. Uh, That's what I'm going to try to be more, uh, promise myself, and work on that for myself. Um, And just those short-term goals again, and getting back my, my ass on track on... On certain things um, that need to fucking happen. Just for me, again, the consistency of doing this on a weekly basis. Uh, that's all I really have. Uh, the last thing, I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, say on top of this, I haven't you know jotted any of these um, uh, best of the year uh, ideas. I guess they've been more thoughts and ideas and, and and me brainstorming, but I haven't physically jotted them down in my laptop. Like, okay, let's compile this list. And it's going to be top five, maybe top ten, you know. Uh, yeah. So if you guys have heard the show before, you guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, and let's just hit this one real quick. This one, they deserve it, uh, the Comics and Third DS podcast. Hosted by uh, my boy Adam Garza and Hector. Uh, They're uh, on Podbean. But they're now you can subscribe to them anywhere. Although I still can't find you guys on Stitcher for some reason. That's where I stream my podcast or listen to my podcast. I'm not an Apple guy. So I'm never going to be on Apple Podcasts. iHeartRadio. I think I have a subscription. Spotify. I haven't tried looking for you guys. I'm going to try there next. Because I know uh, the Comic Syndicate is everywhere. So yes, find them. But... I say that to say this, Uh, Adam started a Discord uh, channel uh, uh, room chat for all of us, which is really cool. His initial game plan was to have a book club, which I'm totally down for. So he already gave us homework, I guess. So for the month, I don't know what the cutoff date is, but I have one month to read. Um, Tom King's Supergirl, and I love the, the I love Tom King as a writer. So the fact that Adam started this is kind of cool because now it like kind of forces me, and I hate saying forces me to read again or to to make more time to read because it's something I've always wanted to do, but just working so fucking much and giving everyone my fucking time that I don't have. Uh, I I don't know. It's just people don't quite seem to understand any. Energy, any time I have goes to everything else but myself in fucking life. Um, so that's why the consistency and to, to stay consistent is, is the goal. So Adam, thanks a lot uh, for this. Uh, if you guys are interested in this Discord chat room, let us know. He started a second one with uh, – I don't know. It's just like a a chat room for the most part. Nothing crazy. Uh, we just – check up on each other for the most part and then the actual um the book club is more just comic booky. although they're both comic booky. if you guys are interested hit me up we'll send you a link i'll have adam send you a link uh and then always find him like him subscribe to to the comic center ds podcast as well uh adam i miss you dude i really do man you guys are killing it on the show and i really dig dude so uh that's all i got guys so consistency and the fourth quarter crunch uh give me a few and i'll be right back with some comic talk Hey, this is scott snyder i'm writing all-star batman uh, this year and you're listening to the comic syndicate i'm mitch garrett's the artist of sheriff of babylon i'm tom king the writer of sheriff of babylon and you're listening to the comic comic syndicate. syndicate this is kevin conroy the voice of batman and you're listening to the comics syndicate Hi, my name is Brian Bucciolato and I listen to Comic Syndicate. Hi, this is Chris Michelle we're hanging out here at Frank and Sons and having a good time on a Sunday, or Saturday afternoon and uh, you're listening to me live on Comic Syndicate. Hi, this is Brian Michael Bendis and you are listening to the Comic Syndicate. Comic talk. All right, guys, I'm back with some comic talk. Gather these notes real quick. I feel like I haven't done this in a while, and it's only been a week and a half. Excuse me, guys. All right, first bit of news is going to be the Hellraiser reboot gets an R rated rating for blood, violence, and graphic nudity. Uh, This show uh, got greenlit, it's going to be on Hulu's uh, channel. and yes, um I literally just uh, saw a trailer for it today. They show Pinhead. So, um uh, if you by the time you guys hear this, I'm pretty sure you guys might have seen it. It's he looks well, I mean he looks like Pinhead for sure, a different take on Pinhead. But yeah, it's going to be uh rated R, but I mean, of course, it kind of had to be um Predator or Prey, I'm sorry, came out a few weeks ago that was really dope, a great uh precursor uh, prequel I guess to Predator. And I loved the fuck out of it. And you kind of have to do Predator uh, rated R as well. But um, So yeah, anyone that's into horror, uh, I'm totally into that. Next one is going to be John Wick spin-off series, Shifts from Stars to Peacock. The upcoming John Wick prequel series exploring the origins of the Continental Hotel will now premiere on Peacock in 2023. Instead of stars, so this is interesting news. Uh, the fact that uh, they had greenlit this this uh, show already, and it's going to be a, a prequel to the movies. I'm very curious about this one. I already have a subscription to Peacock, so I'm kind of cool with this. Uh, just more John Wick is going to be interesting. All right, let's see what else we got here. All right, well, this is going to be interesting. I really don't want to sound like a broken record player with this information, but it's going to be more HBO Max suffers first round of layoffs, losing 14% of its workforce. 70 jobs at HBO Max have been cut following the Warner Media and Discovery merger, with unscripted content being one of the effective departments. As reported by Deadline, the job losses, which account for 14% of the company's staff, Come in the wake of the 2021 merger between Warner Media and Discovery, the, li- the latest cost-cutting measures, which have been enacted by CEO David Zaslav, will see a resource uh, will see resources diminished in the reality programming and casting departments. International acquisitions are also among affected areas. So, on top of um, movies being shelved and axed. Uh, even shows, I believe I said, uh, jobs are just people, yeah, are also getting uh, cut as well. Next one is very interesting because it's all going to or encompass this whole topic for, for the time being about this news. So Idris Elba has a big DC project in the works. The Suicide squad, squad star Idris Elba teases he has another project with DC in the works, meaning he may reprise his role as Bloodsport. He played a good blood sport. I really enjoyed it. Um, but again, that, it, what is it going to be? And is it going to be one of those movies or shows that was axed? Is this one of those uh, James Gunn's uh, shows that he's on? He has three more on top of Peacemaker, uh, and he also directed Suicide Squad, which Idris Elba was, you know, blood sport in that. So, uh, yeah, just very curious about that. Along with this, DC's Black Canary solo movie has survived Warner Brothers cuts. A spokesperson confirms DC's planned Black Canary solo film is still in development at HBO Max. Where's my fucking Nightwing movie? next one's gonna be HBO who is Max uh, Max dark Constantine reboot uh, reportedly safe from Warner Brothers acts as well so JJ Abrams was on board for this one reboot of DC's Constantine is reportedly still moving forward despite the big shakeup at HBO Max so I'm um, this one i'm I'm very curious about because no okay look it's JJ Abrams it's hard for JJ Abrams to fuck anything up with the passion he brings. Uh, especially, you know, give him Star Wars, give him anything really good that he can focus on. And and J.J. J. Abrams has a great mind for things. So if he's going to redo or reboot Constantine, yeah, you know, especially with the HBO things that are going down, of course, they'd be more inclined to let him continue on with it. Right? Right. All right. Uh, Okay, we'll end it on, on that news because I saw something right now. Okay, uh, okay. The Batman's Matt Reeves locks breakthrough deal with restructured Warner Brothers. All right, so the Batman director Matt Reeves and his production company Sixth in Idaho signed a multi-year first look film deal with Warner Brothers Pictures. As reported by Deadline, Reeves and his 690-Hole production company have signed a multi-year uh, deal. He has become the first filmmaker to sign a first-look deal with the studio since Michael De Luca and Pamela Adby were hired by Warner Brothers. Discovery to oversee the film division. Reeves also uh, re-upped his deal with the Warner Brothers television group, making this legendary studio my home is a dream. So, he's back on board. And they already signed a sequel to The Batman. So uh, along with that one, there's also uh, the Penguin series for HBO Max that he co-wrote as well. Um, And that one we still have no news on uh, about either (laughs) Uh, as far as getting axed or not. So the CW's long-rumored set was finally a reality, which is everything we've been talking about anyways, the whole acquisition between uh, Warner Brothers and Discovery. Sorry, guys. And the last bit of all this news that I've been talking about probably for the past three weeks, possibly month by now, The Flash's Ezra Miller 6 mental health treatment amidst ongoing controversies. So number one, before I even go through it, good on him. Um... I mean, the PR for that shit would have fucking sucked. Like, he'd be on the road uh, pr in his movie. Yeah, I don't know. The Flash star Ezra Miller, Miller reveals in a statement that they will be seeking treatment for complex mental health issues. The Flash star Ezra Miller apologized for a series of recent scandals and controversies the actor has been involved in and stated that they will be seeking mental health treatment. Having recently, quote, uh, having recently gone through a time of intense crisis, I now understand that I am suffering complex mental health issues and have begun ongoing treatment, Miller said in a statement given to Variety. I want to apologize to everyone that I have alarmed and upset with my past behavior. I am committed to doing the necessary work to get back to a healthy, safe, and productive stage in my life. Miller's statement comes after a series of public scandals and legal troubles surrounding the Flash actor. Most recently, the Vermont State Police believed Miller to be hiding the whereabouts of a 25-year-old mother and her three children in June. This came after authorities had tried several times to serve an emergency care order on the mother at Miller's Stamford property, with reports suggesting the main cause of concern being loose firearms lying around the house. Beyond that, the actor was reported to have spent months driving across the United States, armored and wearing a bulletproof vest, believing they were being followed by both the FBI and the Ku Klux Klan. Miller also faces a felony burglary charge after allegedly being caught on camera burglarizing a home in Vermont, accusations of threatening and abusive behavior, and the intimidation and manipulation of a teenager. New details that emerged in August also suggest the actor had exhibited cult-like behavior while staying at an Airbnb in Iceland. While details surrounding the plot remain scarce, the Flash will deal heavily with the multiverse and explain alternate realities with Ben Affleck set to reprise his role um, alongside Michael Keaton's Batman. Okay, Michael Keaton's out. So that's probably the only part of the news that that wasn't current. Uh, So yes, look, congratulations on the fucking kid. Like if he came to his own terms on this, even bigger props and fucking kudos to this fucking kid. Uh, if it was DC and or Warner, Warner Brothers as a whole saying, hey, motherfucker, we don't have the money or we don't want to put any more money into this movie. We need you to get your shit together. You know what? Fuck it. Good on them too. Like, it was obvious in, in Alan and Anton and Carl, we have spoken about this and Alan brought this up a few weeks ago. He's like, what if dudes just like, if he's got issues and we're all kind of like look at each other in the room and we're like, well, how could he not have issues? So, yeah, uh, the fact that he's getting treatment, awesome. I All the other shit he's done, I really don't care for the dude. Um, so, yeah, I'm curious. Look, best wishes to this cat. Um, yeah, the Flash, man. You can't wait for the Flash. All right, last piece of news is going to be some Marvel stuff, and then I'll jump into my reviews of the week. We'll work on Star Wars Andor's Season 2 begins before the end of 2022. Andor showrunner Tony Gilroy confirms that production on the Star Wars series' second 12th episode season will kick off in November 2022. And I believe Andor starts, geez, the end of this month? Wow, ah, shit. Might be next week. Uh, the end of this week. Geez, I gotta double check. I should have had the date on this one. Next one's going to be Hawkeye's directors are turning Disney's Big Thunder Mountain ride into film because why not? Hawkeye directors, um, I liked Hawkeye, so Big Thunder Mountain movie, sure, fuck it, why not, dude? Uh, Let's see. Okay, just some comic news, exclusive of Mark Millar's nemesis returns with batman's george jimenez on art i was never or i've never read nemesis from mark millar before i'm familiar with a lot of mark millar's work uh, uh i just never came across nemesis so now that uh george jimenez is doing the art duties i'm definitely going to check it out and i'll probably review it here just to give you guys some insight on that next one is going to be the joker is batman's partner in mark silvestri's first dc black label series The Joker will become Batman's sidekick in a new seven-issue DC Black Label limited series launching later this year from Mark Silvestri. Batman, the Joker, the Deadly Duo is a new seven-issue limited series published by DC Black Label launching in November. So very cool. Very curious about that one. Jim Lee's Wildcats gets its first new series in 12 years. The classic Wildstorm Squad of the 90s returns in an all-new series that updates the Wildcats and puts them against the Court of Owls. So I'm a Jim Lee fan anyways. He's a beautiful human being. His art's amazing. And he's a genuinely nice dude. Um, I haven't interviewed him yet, but I've bumped into him several times at conventions. And he's just a sweetheart. Um, So I want to just back him up on on anything he does uh although i don't believe it's yeah this one is going to be written by matthew rosenberg who is a great uh writer anyways and illustrated by steven segovia uh so even though jim lee is not going to be doing the arts i'm pretty sure he'll be doing some some covers especially since it's it's his baby for the most part he started wild storm all right that's all I have for comic news. Comic reviews is going to be very interesting and hopefully very quick. Um, I reviewed issue number one of this one. It's going to be Ghost Cage, number two, and number three. The uh, writer and artist is going to be Nick Dragota. Uh, Co writer is going to be Caleb Goldner. Uh, and the, I'm sorry, Frank Martin Jr. is going to be doing the cover colors. Russ Wooten is a letter and design. Um, I, again, reviewed this last week. Uh, Very interesting. So there's a girl named Doyle. Sam is a sentient being created to take out energy, renewable energy sources. uh, Created by an old man named Mr. Karloff. He's the man in the high castle, I guess. Ohm, is the building, the company or infrastructure that created, um, I guess, Sam for the most part uh, and is it's a like a giant reactor um anyways where all these these things go down so uh, on top of that there's uh mr call daughter blair that comes into play more so and is more prominent in uh this particular issue but um just to piggyback doyle and sam from issue number one have been going through this uh This power plant, I guess, uh, where each level of this power plant is a different form of energy and or renewable energy source. So issue number one has her going up against hydro. Uh, This one uh, has them going up against uh, a few more uh, renewable energy sources, which are interesting and very cool at the same time. Um, So as these people, Sam and Doyle, uh, again, Doyle is the little girl or, or young woman. Sam is the sentient being that is taking out these these energy sources, and each level they go through, they they fight another one. But every time they fight one in in this reactor, this power plant, uh, the outside world, outside of it, the people are fueling its effects. So uh, hydropower. Uh, was one of the last ones they fought, and uh, it, it, you can see the city is now raining and, and somewhat flooding. As this one starts off with Doyle now back with uh, Sam on their mission as they continue on through the power plant. Now working with uh, with uh, Blair, and we see how uh, the relationship between Sam and Doyle is it comes to be like they're initially they 're just to work together, but they 've been helping each other combat these uh, these energy sources where they become friends pretty quick and it 's really cool to see, especially because it 's black and white and it 's it looks very manga it's completely. And I enjoy it. So, Adam, I I know you haven't, you haven't hit me up, so I'm pretty sure you haven't checked it out. But let me know what you think about this art uh, in this one. So, Blair uh, finally comes back to attack um, young Doyle and Sam. And again, uh, Blair is the daughter of, of Mr. Dr. Karloff, who is the, the major villain behind everything. So, Sam is able to dispatch her real quick. So, it's a quick little fight scene but it's a cool little fight scene and as soon as as he takes out uh blair and she's suited up ready to we come across the next room they happen to come across in and it's fossil and each renewable and just energy source in general that they come across on or come across in each page it's dope the way it's broken down because nick Dragota Trig- nick, Tr- nick will draw uh the particular energy source and then just give the title fossil like what type of fuel or energy source it is very cool and then the way that sam combats each of these sources is fucking dope so anyways as he's having trouble fighting fossil fuel now sam uh we see blair come back up and she's She has a a blade called the Ghost Ruptor, which is kind of interesting, which comes into play the next issue. So she ends up helping Sam uh, after realizing, like, okay, I thought you were here for a different reason. So she had no idea why Doyle and Sam were on this mission to begin with. And I'm not going to spoil anything, but I'm just going to try to break down uh, what the story is about for the most part. Anyways, they end up working together now, so Sam, Doyle, and... um, and Blair. Now this is really cool because now we see an, another energy source. And before they even, they even get here. Um, Ghostbud, why have you destroyed my walls? This is an energy source. I told you I don't desire freedom. Dust off your fan blades. La Mancha Man, you're up. To reprise, my for, to, I'm sorry, to reprise my former function. To paint blue skies red. I vowed I would no longer play the part of a soldier karloff promised relax promise kept it's all on the up and up and the boss just needs you to serve to service some civilians innocence as and it's it's dope this his name is quixote is what they call him innocence at home they've been led here they're surely being made to pay for the sins of the guilty and it's the, after we see this this giant uh, Gundam-looking fucking uh, energy source or monster, I guess. Hit The title of his name is Kyote Wind. So with the wind energy source and turbines is fucking cool. And even everything in general, the way they've broken it down the story is really fucking cool. So uh, just to see, again, uh, I just want to give breakdown. We see more interaction between Sam and and Doyle and how Sam is getting humanized, even though he's a synthetic, sentient being of some sort. Um, when Blair tried to help uh, Sam and, and Doyle combat uh, Fossil, Sam, I'm sorry, Doyle gets jacked up in the fight. And and now we see like Sam just, again, humanized how he actually cares um, about about. Doyle which is again again it's great to see so uh we finally come across wind now versus Sam and the way Sam is able to take down and combat again each source of energy is just a great fight scene in itself so it's very cool this is the first um the first energy source that that gives Sam not not a fight um so now wind goes straight to Sam Call me Kyote. This is my penance. I'm Doyle. This is Sam. We're, uh, I had to bring them here. I had you bring them here for the battle, which, you know, the ghost is always in the story. My battles have already been fought. Sucked from the skies, entombed in armor, forced to fan the flames of war on the oil fields of old. I came to this tower as less than a, a shell, my gifts unequivocally squandered, scarred by humankind's craven ind- indolence. It's bottomless. Greed. You're not like the others. You could go anywhere. Why punish yourself at all? The further I distance myself from my earthly deeds, the lighter the burden of my existence. So not even the upper stratosphere silence can completely quiet my demons. The battles below, Sam's rise to power, have stirred new hope within. Now to propel yourself forward, set me free. We don't belong in this plane, which is why I offer my power to you. You can be the change, the conversion, needed to cease this hearsay, to stymie our creator. Our energies were never meant to be cast in the mode of Karloff's mortoplasm. You must allow yourself to imagine an alternative, a better way forward. You've done much to spur his growth, young Doyle. The winds speak to me. I've followed your quest. Surely you felt it. The agony of corrupted existence, Ohm's imposed order. His victory is mine. Let the winds change of change start to blow release me from my cage and may the wind always be at your back so very cool as as uh, sam defeats each energy source he kind of takes the energy into himself as a little like conductor for the most part uh, and it's weird he's able to store it without unleashing it Um, he's just able to contain it, which is interesting, especially when you go through each of the, of the fuel sources, the resources, uh, the natural resources, the fossil fuels, the everything. So it's very cool, uh, to see that from, from one of the, uh, quote unquote monsters as, uh, we see them working together now. So Blair, Karloff's daughter that has it in, wants to kill her dad, uh, young, Doyle, um, and and Sam, and, and that's the background for this one. <clears throat> Excuse me. So this issue ends with an old man waking up that happens to be uh, Karloff's uh, old man body. Now, he has an AI form, which we've seen him from the beginning. So that one I did not catch until... Until this particular issue, something happens. So we have an AI form of call off and then uh, an, old, <laughs> an old prune of a man um, body that just awakens. So to see uh, what, what the last issue in, entails is, is kind of cool. So I'm not going to spoil issue number three. Now, again, uh, without spoiling anything before I jump into issue number three, it's a three-issue uh, title guys. I, I don't know. I know it was a limited series, but I didn't know it was just going to be a three-issue story. So it's kind of cool that I get to read something fucking new and something different, even though I'm used to Nick I'm used to Drigoda's art and I love his art already anyways, to see it in black and white with no color is dope and beautiful. Um, so issue number three just starts off, and I'm going to read a few excerpts here and there, and I want you guys, if you guys are able to pick it up, and read it because it's an interesting take on renew just the sources of energy is what I loved, And it's an interesting and new story you haven't really read before. So it's cool. And this one is, again, very interesting. So now we see uh, the people looking at the nuclear plant. And now with each energy source getting taken out, again, it's affecting the city. And now we see the city in darkness and 10,000 stars in the sky. And this is the first time we've been able to see more than a handful of them unassisted. Amazing. And it all, all it took to clear the light pollution was the biggest power plant, quote-unquote, malfunction in human history. Any word from your kid brother? No, but you know Morgan. Phone probably went dead texting some girl. Ha! Huh, like me when we were dating. What, what about when the power will be back? The official press release says a dedicated crew is working on the temporary infrastructural distress after the planned public safety power shut off and not to panic, quote-unquote. That's the thing. I should be panicking. But despite everything, an hour without my phone has felt like a vacation, like I'm safely out of the reach from work for the first time in my life. Even the kids seem calmer now now that their tablets have died think we should shut your phone off for just a while just in case can't afford to i'm still on the clock um hourly employees with power are still expected to reply to emails so just very cool to to see that in in this issue as well because I, like, I love to fucking unplug um and it's just great to to feel that you know to, to turn off my fucking laptop to not watch tv for a fucking day to not be on my fucking phone um is is great to have. So if you guys haven't done it, <laughs> try it. Try it before you guys go crazy thinking you need social media, thinking you need all this bullshit, um, when you can just go outside and enjoy fucking a beautiful fucking day. Um, so, anyways, that was interesting to the story. Uh, we find something out very interesting in this last issue of Ghost Cage, and it's apparently this this sword that Blair uses um, is a key that interacts with Sam and the Blair is able to see her mom that created she's the actual scientist that created not only Sam but Blair's blade her sword and the way they interact together she's able to see her mom Um, and she just knows and realizes like okay now I really have to stop dad cuz he's using your creation for, for Bad, so that's that's the extent I'm gonna I'm gonna say without ruining anything. Um, it's very interesting the way it ends. The final battle between AI uh, Call off versus Sam is very cool to see. The dialogue is very cool. Uh, I don't want to say emotional, but just very cool in general. Do um, have yeah, anything else I want to add without spoiling anything? No, I guess just the way. The interaction between uh, Doyle, Sam, and, and Blair is cool to see, uh, even though it's a short, literally three-story arc uh, or three-comic story, three-comic book uh, arc. Um, is very cool to see that friendship and how they back each other up, especially in this third issue when they really need to help each other out. And the dialogue between um, Doyle and, and her her dad, Koloff, is interesting. Um, the interactions between call off AI and call off old man is interesting uh, again without spoiling anything uh the teamwork uh, and friendship again between doyle and Sam is fucking cute um they come across solar uh energy uh, uh which is fucking cool and it's it's just a fun scene because it's one of the monsters, quote-unquote, he has to fight. And Solar is the coolest one besides wind. Uh, how cool is that to say even? But Solar is just there to, like, just bask in my fucking – in my glow.ed guys. Or girls, like, just fucking chill. I don't – you know, I'm a natural source of energy. So, again, if you look at and read the comic from that context, from that point of view, it's an interesting story. And you see how cool – and even how bad some of these uh, renewable, reusable, just sources um, are in general. So coal was was one of them in issue number one. So to see fossil in, in issue two was cool. To see solar in this one is dope. Wind was fucking dope. Hydro was fucking cool. It's just a very cool take. On something I find very interesting, and it's just fucking very intriguing to me, and and I don't know why I'm going to plug this, but uh, just reading it, uh, kind of God, in a weird way, I don't know if any of you guys have heard of this show. It's called Down to Earth with Zac Efron. It's on Netflix. Um, it's a very fucking cool show. Talking the first issue, issue, first issue of his comic it, it show is um is is about hydro energy and. How conservation of, of is is brilliant and beautiful and and fucked up because as a world we don't use it enough and, and how wasteful we are as fucking human beings is fucking terrible so um it's a show worth watching guys, so check that out but again uh this is an eye opener if you're into that shit and I don't want to say nerdy shit it's shit we should pay attention to it's the world we're going to live our kids kids' kids. And we want to leave it better, you know, than we got it. So, um, very cool. Again, three issue story. You guys can kill it quick. It's completely black and white. Only the covers are colored and I loved it. It was very cool. It was different. So yeah, uh, if you guys want to check it out, let me know. Ghost Cage, number one from Image Comics. All right, guys, I said it was going to be a short show. I'm at 40.22. Uh, That's all I got for this week. Uh, I do not know when I'm going to record next week, but uh, I will definitely be consistent and rock the fuck out of a new show. Till then, peace out.